Welcome to Mihinte on Air on 100.5 and 790 News Radio WSGW and online WSGW.com. Now, here is your host, Larry Rodarte. Good evening. Bienvenidos, mi gente. Thank you for joining me on Mi Gente on Air. How is everyone doing as we march into December? There has been a lot on our plate with this pandemic and recent school shooting in Michigan. Times are really tough, and I hope we are all taking care of ourselves mentally. Anxiety can be so detrimental to your health if you let it in. On today's show, I have invited a special lady who is renowned for her contributions in the arts. She has been named Michigan Artist of the Year, and in 1999, she received the Governor's Arts Award. In 1996, she was one of eight artists chosen to participate in the renovation of Detroit's Musical Hall. She's even included in the American Art Archives in the Smithsonian in Washington, D.C. She embraces her Mexican culture, painting images of Our Lady of Guadalupe, the Mexican Adelitas, and migrant workers. Today, her art, much of which is abstract expressionist, has been represented all over the nation. I am honored to have the beloved Nora Chapa Mendoza on Mi Gente On Air. Bienvenidos, Nora. How are you? Yes, I'm very good. Thank you. Thank you for being with us on the show today. And I am so excited to have you here because you truly are an icon in the community. We know that whenever you hear the name Nora Chapa Mendoza, it's synonymous with art. And I am so grateful to call you my friend. So I want my listeners to know and understand who is Nora Chapa Mendoza. And let's go from the beginning. Tell me about where you were born and your life. I was born in Huetoca, Texas in 1932 in the Rio Grande, in the region of uh, separates Texas from Mexico. And you started a love for art very young, at a very young age. And I, I believe your father was one of the ones who actually uh, really pushed you into the arts. Uh, yes, he, um, I don't know how he knew, but he he would ask me to uh, to paint. He, kept, he was a house painter, mm-hmm. and he kept uh, cans of paint under the house. We had high-raised house because of Galveston floods. I forget was in Texas where I grew up, and um, and so somehow he knew that I could paint and would ask me to to do paint projects for him. You know, all these all these years that I've known you, probably twenty plus years, I never knew that you were in Galveston, raised in Galveston. There, I have family in Galveston. I know the area very well. I brought Broadway and Thirty uh, Fifth Street, eleven oh four Thirty Fifth Street, is where my aunt lived, my grandfather's sister, and I spent much time in Galveston. So I'm so happy to hear that because I know Galveston such a, a magical, special place as well, and so. I'm happy to hear that. Tell me about a little bit about um, your expression through the art. Is it cathartic for you? And, and what emot- what motivates you today as an artist? Political and, and social issues. I want to express, um, you know, what, what 
who we are, especially the Chicano, because because you're not you're not a Mexico Mexican, and they don't consider you a Mexico Mexican. Right. And uh, and the um, and the Americans don't consider you an American. So that's how we came about forming the group on the Chicano. Mm-hmm. Was um, was you know funded by by um, I'm ninety something and I don't know I lose track of what I'm saying. But anyway, um, well, you know, with, with you and with you and your art, um, that has been something that has um, you've expressed. You know, you talk about your activism, and I've seen, I've read where you know it's very strong. Your love for the for your Mexican culture, as well as ag- advocating um, for your culture, but also for women. And um, I was to say, yeah, for that that too, especially that, yeah. And I want to introduce also um, her daughter Lori. Her daughter Lori is with us. And how do you pronounce your last name, Lori? Arianos. Sarianos, what did you, did you want to add something to that? No, I you just read my mind. Oh, okay. Well, I you know your mom's oh, your your mom's art. You know, if you if you look at it, and you I know you've done a lot of work with the migrant workers, and you've depicted migrant workers out in the field. You you I've seen the work with the Adelitas that you had at the Mano reception, Hermanas um, Mano de Detroit. So I know the culture is very important to you, Nora. Is the advocacy that you have, is that coexists with uh, promoting culture? You know, is, is it was one more stronger than the other, or is it um, equally a part of your art? It's, I guess it's both. A little bit of both. Well, like I've said in the past, um, Nora's name is synonymous with art for Latinas. Latinos in the state of Michigan. Um, have you taken the causes of civil rights in the Chicano movement? There's always been passionate passion in your activism. Can you tell me a little bit about Chicanoism? And is Nora Chapa Mendoza a Chicana? Tell me about that. Yeah, most 100% Chicana. I... What what are your thoughts in terms of what it means to be Chicana in America today? I don't, you know, I wasn't considered American by the by the, um, although I was born in the United States, uh, you know, of Mexican heritage, I was American. Right. But, but I wasn't considered American by white Americans, and I wasn't considered. Mexican by Mexico Mexicans, so so Chicano the Chicano movement was very important to create um, a group like that so that we could have a voice um, to the public. Yeah, and you know, there's a lot of terms for um, us as. Uh, Latinos in the country, whether it's, um, you know, we're called Hispanics, Latinos, um, and then our individual ethnicities of, you know, Puerto Rican or Mexican. And then then you have the Chicanoism. And and now today, Latinx. I I mean, it's just there's just a lot of of names. So what what do you more closely identify with? Chicana. 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 Okay, so you're that you're that Chicana back from 
even in the 60s and 70s. I mean, you've lived through all these decades. And here I want to uh, make a make a reference. Uh, Nora is going to be celebrating next month a very special day. Can you tell me about that, Nora? Um, I'm going to be 90, 90 years old or young. <laughs> um, and... Um, and I still work, uh, paint every day. I get up every day uh, around early, and I paint until about three o'clock from from eight in the morning till about three o'clock in the afternoon. And then I kind of relax a little, and then have do the things I need to get done around the house and dinner and stuff. Well, you know, I've read that yeah. you sometimes forget to eat because you're so involved in your painting yeah, and you're so passionate. Exactly, and sometimes I have to decide whether whether I prefer to paint or prefer to eat. Yeah, but I love them both. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, 2020 was such a difficult year for everybody, and and we're still in this pandemic, 20 months into it now. And you know, I I know that like for me as a journalist, 2020 was very difficult because. Um, I, I couldn't focus. There was so much news coming out every day, whether it was race relations or the pandemic or uh, the political spectrum or whatever. How does that affect you, this time period that we're living in, Nora? You know, how is, as an artist, somebody who expresses themselves through the arts, how did 2020 and even into 2021, how has that affected you? It actually makes me want to to create pieces that um, that talk about the issues going on and um, what we're going through, where we've been, where we're going, uh, all of that. Is, is there anything that you have painted in, say, the last 20 months that you can express, explain to my listeners in regard to the time period we're living in? Um, she did one with candles early on that was just beautiful. It was like an altar. It was sort of depicting, oh, I don't know, I guess faith, hope. But I know for my mom, if she couldn't create, I don't think there would be a reason to live because no, it's like she eating. speaks through her paintings. Either I paint. Yes, and, and if you look at any of her work, I mean, the detail and in, in the expression that you see in those paintings, it definitely, uh, it definitely makes you feel what she's trying to express and and you know part of the reason why we're here today you know with this interview uh is because Lori, you posted on facebook um a self-portrait that your mom did and it was a beautiful uh, rendition different rendition of our lady of guadalupe and i was like wow that that is so beautiful and then at the bottom you see nora there with her, you know, paint brush, and it's. And it, uh, what do you actually call that painting? Is it a self, just a, called self-portrait? It, it's a self-portrait. Yes, it was. It was a way of healing myself. I was. Um, I was trying to get out of a life that that I that I was sort of trapped into, and that's what the shackles on the, and I was trapped. The shackles on the wrist. And, I, and that are, I made them with milagros. Yes. And I was trying to break away from that, and and um, and the bottom part is like a rebirth um, 
the little angel that comes out of of the bottom of the Lady Guadalupe is uh, me with a paint with a palette and paints mm-hmm. to to my dear. In the, in and it's the, entitled, the title is Metamorphosis. Metamorphosis, okay. And the reason I bring that up is because when Lori posted this self-portrait metamorphosis painting on Facebook, on social media recently, there was uh, also an indication that it was purchased by CBS and used on the set of Walker, Texas Ranger. How did all that come about? Because that, that's that's well, quite an accomplishment. They didn't act- yeah, they didn't actually purchase the painting. Um, um, the purchase was the right to use it. The right to use the image. On the, the image show. On this, uh, on this thing that they were working on. To use on the set of Walker, Texas Ranger. Yeah. Yes. And, and I did see a, a picture of it on the set. Uh, um, can you tell me how that made you feel, Nora, to actually see one of your paintings on a television show on a, that um, you know is 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 being broadcast today in 2021? Well, it's just kind of it's uh, it's it's an honor. It's an honor. Okay, it's an honor. Yeah, it's an honor. But I mean, it must make you feel so grand that you're painting something. What year did you do that in? 1985, I think. Okay, so 35-year-old painting, and um, here we have it on uh, Walker, yeah, Texas a, Ranger. Yeah, it's kind of like uh, the painting is having a rebirth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and you know what's so special about that painting um, is the fact that, okay, we always see Our Lady of Guadalupe depicted, you know, whether it's in a picture or the actual original um, in Mexico City or... Um, other uh, paintings that we may have seen or photographs and yours is different yours is a different she's got shorter hair you know it, it looks more like a modern day Our Lady of Guadalupe can you tell me w- why you painted it that way and what were, what were you trying to express with her in there well like I said you know it, it's a self-portrait so uh, at that time when I painted that uh, I just wore our hair you know in that style. In that style. Oh, okay. And yeah. and and when you include Our Lady of Guadalupe, you're including the the cultural aspect of your your life. In my life, yes. Okay. Loteria, the reason why I have loteria in the background is because our life is like like a loteria. You know, whatever card we happen to get that day, and yeah. that's what's going to happen. That sort of thing. Let me explain what the Lataria is to my listeners. That is the Mexican bingo, which bingo. is very, very popular even to this day. And, and Nora, you actually painted every one of those in the background, those little... No, I used collage a lot. Okay, okay. So that, that I was wondering. I was like, wow, that's, a, that's yeah, really... Yeah, makes sense, yeah. And Lori, what did you want to add to that? Oh, I was just going to say, I don't know if you're aware, Larry... Um, but if you look closely at that painting, in that collage are also very, very old portraits. There's a portrait of my mother at her first communion. There's a, not a portrait, but a, a photo interspersed in that collage of my mother at her first communion, her sister at her first communion, myself at my first communion with my little brother, also her father and her mother. Um, it has a lot of sentimentality. And there was a lot of thought 
put into that piece. And, and, the, and there's a tear. There's a tear from coming from Our Lady of Guadalupe in the picture. Can you tell me a little bit about that? <laughs> um, it caught me on a really bad day, one of those days when I can't uh, think. But um, I can think. <laughs> well, I can. I'll just tell you the story because I know you're you're editing this. Yes. Um, but she was a doctor's wife, and, oh, that, yeah, yeah. and that was her. You know her role. Um, my father met her when she was a young child, and she lost her mother. She was friends with his younger sisters when she was only maybe five, six. He was ten years older than her. Um, apparently, always liked her. And married her, and he became, he, I think he was the first uh, Mexican to graduate from medical school in the state of Texas, if I'm not mistaken. Wow. Yeah, he was born in 1922. Um, but the divorce was, you know, any any divorce, it's heartbreaking. And I think that tear symbolizes heartbreak. But at the same time, it enabled her to become the person that she really was and is. The artist, yes. Yes, because I read somewhere that you, once you had gone through your divorce, that you actually um, really went into the arts full force at that point and focused on becoming the great artist that you are and was meant to be. That's, uh, you know, that's really enlightening to know because, Nora, you've been painting for, what, how many years would you say, actually, I started painting when I was about 14. Wow. Okay. A long time. So a good 75 years of painting in in art. And I want want to ask you, um, because, you know, we we know that your passion for your culture is in your artwork. You know, and I've I've seen your work on on many occasions, on many uh, events that I've attended in Detroit. And even in Lansing with the Cesar Chavez uh, commission over there. And, you know, I remember the, the painting that you had at the Mana event for the Hermanitas in, in Detroit when they were honoring women. And it, uh, it depicted three women, I think the Adelitas and the Soledaras. And can you tell me a little bit about um, how important is your Mexican culture to you in your work and in your painting? It's not so much that it's Mexican, but it's Chicano, which is the combination of both, mm-hmm. you know, both Mexican and the American-born Mexican. I would say a hundred percent contribution. Mm-hmm. I was appointed to uh, the Council for the Arts. The Council for the Arts. For the Arts, and I saw this, and I saw all these opportunities uh, for Latinos that um, that they were not taken advantage of. I actually never, never applied for for a for a grant or anything by myself, um, but but um, but I made it possible throughout the state of Michigan for Latino to to organize themselves and become um, groups so that they could they could um, submit and get funding for creating Latino art. Oh, very nice. Very in the nice. state of Michigan. And on, on that note, Larry, you know, she had galleries and she also was on the Michigan Council for the Arts. And as a result, she um, promoted a lot of Chicano artists that are very, very grateful and dedicated to her. 
um, to this day because she sort of helped them or aided them to be who they are today as artists by you know giving them recognition in her own gallery and also exposing them to grants and other areas that were available to them i remember one of the council meetings uh, some, some one of the members accused me of being uh, prejudiced and uh, and yeah being in love with the latino you know that you know you shouldn't you have to be like for everybody not right but but uh, but nobody was doing it for the latino and and i uh, and I said to them, you know, every one of you here is being paid for being here because they're all members of uh, or you know of groups that paid them for being for their time and that time. And I was the only one that was coming there with my own, you know, my own no pay, no nothing, and. Uh, I met early on. I met um, a Native American who, uh, who kind of, I forget her name right now, but she started um, the Native American uh, uh, getting help for them, and so, um, so from that, I. Um, you decided yeah. to start your own to help. Start my yeah. Well, let's go on break here. We got to go on a commercial break and we'll be right back with the beloved Nora Chapa Mendoza here on Mi Gente On Air. This is Mi Gente On Air on WSGW. You're listening to Be Hinte on Air on WSGW. Welcome back. Welcome back, Mi Gente. Thank you for being with us on Mi Gente on Air. And we're going to talk more with Nora Chapa Mendoza, the artist who is from the Detroit region, the Metro Detroit region, who has made an incredible impact on the arts for many decades. And she is going to be celebrating her 90th birthday next month in January. And we're so happy to have you here, Nora, talking about your life and all of your artwork that has such an influence of the Mexican culture and the passion and activism that you have as well as an advocate. And so I, I want to ask you, Nora, what have been your influences? Who have been your influences as an artist? Or have you not had any influences? I, I really haven't had many I love uh, Frida Kahlo, but you know I don't. Uh, I'm not into self portraits or anything like that. Um, and I, um, I, 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 although I, I love Frida Kahlo, I like Diego Rivera but more mm-hmm. because of the great murals that he made. I think seeing those murals also was, well, um, used to make me very proud of being being Mexican, and and. Um, 
and I always um, always related to the the when you walk in, there's a little baby born on the top of the thing. I don't know if you remember uh, on the uh, at the DIA. Yes, yes. Yeah, that little baby, and that, that mural was done in 1932. So I always would say that that was me. Oh, that was <laughs> you. Okay. And, and what Nora's referring to there is the Detroit Institute of Arts in Detroit, which has the frescoes painted by Diego Rivera back in 1932. So Nora was born in January of 1932. So she's saying basically that that's her up there. <laughs> she relates it to, to her with Diego Rivera. Now, we also have... Un- we also have, I've also read that the Queen of Soul, Aretha Franklin, and Fidel Castro own paintings by Nora Chapa Mendoza. How did that come about? Uh, she purchased a house um, that that was for sale that she wanted. And and the, the person who owned the house was a collector and had uh, uh, paintings. And, uh, and she purchased a house under the condition that that the paintings came with the house oh. and so because she wanted to have them and so that's how they became hers instead of the original uh, buyer and, and how did you get a painting of yours with Fidel Castro in Cuba uh, um, that was easy that I, I belonged to a group and we went to Cuba and I always was in the, I always used to promote myself. So I always used to take posters and cards and whatever. And, and so um, I took something um, uh, special for him. And, and then they, they commissioned me then to, to do uh, the paint, um, to do an exhibit at the, at the school. Of, um, the school is, uh, it's a labor center, actually. Okay. And so, so that um, they they commissioned me to do some um, some of those paintings to put in the school. Wow! So you're you have work in Cuba as well. Um, yeah. In yeah. and, and I'm assuming that you do have work throughout the world, actually, not just the the um, nation of the United States. Um, is there anywhere else that comes to mind that you? have one of your paintings at in the world? Um, where's international? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> she did an exhibit in Egypt. An yeah, exhibit in Egypt. That was pretty exciting. Wow. What, a, what an incredible life to be going to these places like Cuba, Cuba and uh, Egypt. And you also met at one time, at one point in your life, the famous union leader, Cesar E. Chavez. Can you tell me about that meeting? Yeah, that, and he was speaking at Wayne State University, and my son said, um, you're going to that, aren't you? And I said, no, he goes, but that's the kind of work you're doing. And he goes, come on, and, and um, I'm going to take you in. So I grabbed the photos of the paintings I was working on, and when I got there, they sent me uh, one of the seats that was available, and it turned out to be the the uh, uh, promoter or whatever to Cesar Chavez. Mm-hmm. And 
And when I showed him, no, I gave him a card. He gave me his card, and I showed him the photos. And when he saw him, he he said, "Wait a minute! Don't go anywhere." And he went back and and um, backstage, and then Cesar Chavez wanted to meet me, so he took me backstage to meet him. And that's when he commissioned me to do the the uh, Children of the Fields program, grading cards. Wow! Wow! And and what a piece of work that was. And and I mean, what what an incredible meeting of two icons the Cesar Chavez the union labor uh, you know and Nora Chapa Mendoza the great artist of Michigan the Chicana artist uh, that that had been quite a meeting I have never really uh, done a lot of pursuing mm-hmm. pursuing um, things um, you know opportunities to suffer time, but I think I am kind of an opportunist you know my life has taken you know, where it presents me the, with these opportunities all the time. And uh, just by chance. And so I think somebody up there, when, when they ask me who my agent is, <laughs> I go up there. Up there, right, yeah. That's, that's the creator. The, great, creator the, gr- the greatest promoter ever, yes. The greatest creator. <laughs> yes, the greatest creator. Yes, yes, yes. You know, Nora, I hope that um, within the coming year, and hopefully, um, you know, we get uh, beyond this pandemic. That's everybody's hope, of course. But I, I hope that you do uh, welcome an invitation to come to Saginaw, because I know that the, the the last time I saw you in Saginaw was a collaboration of Hispanic artists, probably about twenty years ago. And there was artists from all over Michigan that were Latino descent. And it was a great, it was a great show. It was a great exhibit. And I remember it. I was so proud to see you there. But I think it's time to welcome Nora Chapa Mendoza back to the Saginaw area. So we're, we're going to make that happen in 2022. And you're going to bring so much of your work. And, and you talked before, um, you know, that you paint still to this day, several hours. How many art pieces would you say you have in your gallery there? Oh, oh. I make at least one. I shoot for, for, for five every day, small to medium. Yes. Uh, and, one, and one large, but, but I, um, I have a lot of work. You have a lot <laughs> for, of work. Yeah. Well, I, I want to, uh, Lori, I want you to tell me a little bit about what you're doing to uh, share some of that artwork of your mother's i was just gonna say larry um we went and shot 250 pieces um in two days and we only touched the surface of the amount of work that wow that that's incredible that's that's why she says she wants all of her children which are her paintings to go to good homes and that's why i'm trying to develop this very friendly user website with a shopping cart to make it affordable so that her artwork children can go to many good homes so you're you're Lori she's gone <laughs> Lori you're actually talking about her actual artwork not replicas no no original pieces wow that's that's incredible you you definitely have to let me know about this because I'm very yeah. interested and oh, two, 250 pieces and you're not even touching the surface of, uh, uh, you know, I mean, surface. there is got to be decades, Nora, right? Decades of paintings that you've done? 
And, and keep in mind, she sold a great, great deal. It's just she doesn't, she creates too quickly. <laughs> I, I, in, the, in the, when she was, when she was growing up, oh, I put them to school. I put her to school with my, with, um, with the money. I used to sell a lot and a lot of commission work. I did a lot of private work and, and um, that's how I put my children to school. Wow. My son's as a doctor yes yes and and your your son is a doctor kind of um was put through school through your artwork and uh and Lori, what what is it that you do because i know you've got a great uh profession there as well tell me a little bit about that music and art are go hand in hand and i i do both i love art um but my husband and i do music we have two violin shops one in troy and one in ann arbor we restore, appraise, um, and sell violins, violas, and cellos. Wow. Which is a very nice business. We're very fortunate. Yeah, and that's... And, and Mary, you know what's really neat, too? Um, I'll meet people, and they'll go... And when they find out that my mom is Nora Mendoza, they'll go, Oh, my God, Nora Mendoza is your mother? You are so lucky. I am so... She's just... She's amazing. And then my mom will meet people and they'll go, oh, Lori Sarianos is your daughter? That's amazing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so it's a really nice um, compliment for both of us. <laughs> yeah, that, that's a beautiful thing in the art world, you know. And Nora, you've made then, so many oh. friends. You've made so many friends through the years. And I know that um, one lady who comes to mind in my mind, um, who's a friend of yours, out of Lansing, she was at MSU back in the 80s, Herminia Ortega. Do you remember yeah, Herminia? Yes, yes, yes. Yes, she was the HEB queen way back in the day yeah. in Texas. And uh, tell me a little bit about that and your experience in, within the Lansing community. She, she was having, she was having, a, there, was, there was a big conference going on. And uh, she called me and she says, um, why don't you bring your paintings? It was going to be at the Kresge. Uh, the Kresge Center. Yeah, Kresge Center. It's just bring your paintings, and, and we'll put them. We'll put them up, and so uh, she put them all all around the building, the room where, where they were having the the conference. Yes. And and, um, and she, that's how, that's, that was the beginning of a wonderful relationship. <laughs> yeah, and you yeah, know, she, I I know that you are friends with so many uh, strong women in the Detroit market. Um, Belda Garza, uh, Jane Garcia, that, that whole lot of women who advocate for our community as well as make sure that our culture is representative. And that, that's why I mentioned the MANA conference for women because your painting was there, the Adelita one. And I know that in um, with Herminia Ortega, in Lansing, as well as Mary Lou Mason. I mean, all, all these names, all these people that you have come in contact through the years. And I I look at you guys as giants. You know, you guys are the giants in our community, uh, the women who are so strong. And I include you, Nora Chapa Mendoza, in that group, that the special ladies who have really pushed our culture to the forefront and make sure that we are at the table and not forgotten. So thank you so much for that. Going back to Armenia, she was uh, she promoted me tremendously in Lansing. Yes. When I was, when I was 
kind of starting out. And and she would, every time they had a conference, she'd have me bring the pieces. And then she would sell them to the people that were at the conference. And, and you know, like, you know, she's Chicago she, she and that's what we were about, buy a painting. And <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was Armenia. I miss, I miss her. Yeah. She she was actually the one person at MSU, the very first person when I attended Michigan State University in the early '80s that she actually was my mentor. You know, she's the one that pulled for me to succeed at MSU. When on a campus of forty-eight thousand, I was one of forty-eight students that were of Latino descent. So, I mean, Armenia is truly an icon as well in my eyes. So I'm so glad that we were able to talk about her. I think she has a talent on picking up on talented people. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Thank you so much for that comment, too. And, And Nora, you know, you have seen a lot, you know, 90 years. You have lived a long life. You've been blessed. Uh, you know, from the born in the Great Depression era to the COVID era that we live in today. Tell me, what time period stands out as most profound for you? The time period that, you know, you living 90 years. And, and do we see any of this depicted in your artwork? Every day is, uh, is, a, day, is a new day. And, and uh, I, I, I live in uh, the... I don't, you know, go back too far, too far ahead. I am, you know, today, yesterday, and tomorrow. You live the moment. Yeah, the moment, yes. Yeah. And, uh, and excuse me, because I can't seem to concentrate today very well. But um, well, you know, when I, I I mentioned about coming back to Saginaw. Um, have you considered that in um, looking at coming to Saginaw at all to, let's say, the Saginaw Art Museum? Certainly, I would, I would love to. Well, we're gonna we're gonna make that happen, like I said, somehow, and uh, I'd, I'd love to incorporate your artwork and celebrate, you know, with some good Mexican foods and maybe some good Mexican music and uh, just you know really celebrate what we have as a gem with Nora Chapa Mendoza. So um, look forward to that in 2022. Going back um, to that, I think when I was invited to go to, when I I had the opportunity to go to Egypt, that that was a a real big moment. Um, You know, an exhibit in another country, a country like, like Egypt, and I don't know. I would, I would say that would be the one that stands out of my head. Oh, okay. And, and you, your paintings um, depict, like I said, so much of our culture. How, um, how important was it for you to paint some of the migrant workers? You know, the paintings that I've seen of the migrant workers in the fields. With, um, how important was that for you? Very, very important. I, I um, picked cotton when I was when I was little, you know. And, and my aunts would go would go, would go and pick cotton. Um, we lived in Westlake, and uh, and they would go to um, I don't remember where they went. But they would pick would pick cotton. So, so you had it in your heart, you know, as a, as a former migrant yeah. worker. Outside of the 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 ones that you've painted for. Uh, Cesar Chavez. Were there were there other 
artwork that you've done for the migrant workers or immigration? Yes, there were there were pieces there were pieces that I had done that later I you know I would paint something and later I would meet or be in a, in a place where where I might have gotten it from. And, and tell me, Nora, I know that um, supporting um, women's rights and advocating for women. Tell me a little bit about that, because I know that that has been also a cornerstone for you in your, your work and in your life. Yeah, not, a, not only uh, being a woman, but then also being Hispanic or Latino. Um, I've always been at the bottom, you know. Uh, it, it's it's been it's been tough um, sometimes uh, for yeah. for all. Um, yeah, and I and I am a woman, so if not us, who? Yeah, if not us, who? And I, you know, I I I've said that before myself, and, and I'm really touched that you you say that because I know that even in the '90s when I was coming up um, and had the idea for Mi Gente magazine when you know very little coverage was given to any latinos in those days i said the same thing if not us who and and so yeah. that, that's really something that uh, i hear that from you uh somebody who i admire so much because of the work that you have done in representing our culture and our people so thank you for that thank yeah. you for yeah also racism that's that's always been it's like being nor racism is like normal to me because it's always been like that. I never thought of it as being racist, but it, there was definitely a lot of racism to, to being uh, not only a woman but a Latina. Yes. And and uh, it, it just it never goes away, you know. They just bring it back again and call it something different. Yeah, yeah, and you know, I think I think through the generations. Um, that it, it changes, you know, racism and all, but I mean, it's, it's still the same. But I, I know that in talking with my father, you know, who was, was your age, he, he would have been 90 this year. He also kind of just accepted it for what it was. And, you know, it just was the norm in those days. Um, you know, as a soldier, uh, you know, in the army during the Korean War, there were times, you know, that such blatant racism uh, was just a part of the everyday life uh, as a as a Latino soldier, and he just accepted that. And I think that through the years, through people like, of course, Cesar Chavez, Dolores Huerta, on a national level as well as you know, on our on a state level in Michigan, you know, we've had to fight those battles. And I think that you know, with your paintings, you have done that, Nora. You have done that in in representing our community in a in a grand way so that we are at the table like i said so thank you again I, you know I, I feel like i'm here and i'm thanking you so much because i'm so honored to have you on the show and i'm so honored that you are with us to talk about your art is there anything that um you feel like you want to express tell me a little bit about anything about um the smithsonian in you're, you're you being a part of the Smithsonian Museum in Washington D.C. That's also a great honor. All of her archives are in there. Um, I know when she was putting it together, she was you know you forget about all the accomplishments. Yeah, somebody somebody at the, at the Smithsonian was was doing a was do, 
was doing with Hispanics, what the African American uh, were doing with the art, an artist. Mm-hmm. And and so he called around all the different places, uh, Latino organizations, Latino leaders, and all of that throughout, and and everyone recommended me. So so then he made an appointment and came to my house, and I happened to be having a, an exhibit and an opening that day, and he also attended that, and he was very gracious and very. It was really an honor to have. Um, them here, and then uh, I think they later um, did the the Lebovich magazine. Yeah, well, going back to the migrant worker paintings. Yes. Um, for the magazine Labor's Heritage, um, in nineteen ninety five, I believe. Yeah, ninety five. Uh, volume seven. Uh, yeah, fall nineteen ninety five, quarterly of the George. Uh, George Meany Memorial Archives. Um, her painting of the migrant workers is on the cover, on the inside cover, and then there's an article. Uh, Trabajo de la Tierra, and that features 12 of her paintings as wow. well of the worker series, which is pretty impressive. Wow, that's that's awesome. You know, and I, I want to tell you, Nora, I want to include the painting that um, brought us here today, um, your self-portrait uh, there, the, the, the one that we were talking about with Our Lady of Guadalupe. I'd love to have that on the cover of Mi Gente magazine for our December issue if you would allow that. And so that's something that to look forward to because, I mean, it's just such a beautiful, beautiful painting. But I want to thank you, ladies, for being with me here today on Mi Gente On Air because you truly are an icon, Nora. So thank you to you and your daughter for being here on Mi Gente On Air. Thanks so much. (laughs) I have admired her work for many years, and I want to thank both of them uh, for representing our people through your through your life's work, Nora, to see the Mexican cultural flair depicted within your paintings and to see you advocating on our causes is so welcoming. Adelita, Our Lady Guadalupe, Frida and Diego, and of course, your work on migrant workers. You are amazing and blessed, and I'm happy to call you a friend. Mi Gente On Air highlights Latino cultures, concerns, and contributions and Nora Chapa Mendoza is a real icon in the art world. And it is a real honor for me to welcome her to the show. So we're in the midst of this holiday season. Get ready to make your tamales, eat your pan dulce, stay safe. Until next week, I'm your host, Larry Rodarte. Hasta luego. Hasta luego.